With the first pick. Lawrence in a foot race. Will they catch him? Touchdown, Tigers! The Jacksonville Jaguars select Lawrence. Back left corner of the end zone for Amari Rodgers, and they do it again. Another Clemson touchdown. Okay, welcome into the Trevor Cast on 1010XL, brought to you by our good friends at Claude Nolan Cadillac, beginning lasting relationships since 1905. Hayes, it's our weekly journey through the world of all things Trevor Lawrence, the presumptive number one pick of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And this week, we're going off the range a little bit, uh, but we're doing it with a guy who knows a little bit about the pressure of being picked high in the NFL draft. Former Chargers quarterback and Washington State All-American Ryan Leaf. Leaf was the number two overall pick in the NFL draft in 1998, behind some guy named Peyton Manning. (laughs) But there was debate now, Hayes, for much of the offseason about who would be picked number one. It's fascinating, really, to hear Ryan talk about the process and the pressure of being picked that high. And, Matt, I give you a ton of credit because you were this was your idea, and when you pitched it, I was like, Ryan Leaf, really? Um, and uh, he has such a remarkable story to tell, yeah. and that's obviously the genesis of it, of being one of the biggest draft busts in NFL history, and he struggled with substance abuse, and he is totally changed his life around. He's become a, a very uh, gifted college football analyst. He uh, is a motivational speaker. And the the part of this interview that I love is when he talks about his experience speaking at Clemson. Um, so outstanding job, um, because this is somebody that I would not have even remotely thought of. And I thought it was one of our more um, insightful interviews in terms of getting to know Trevor Lawrence, the person. Yeah, we've had a lot of different angles which we've tried to take the podcast, and I think it's been a lot of fun hearing different insights and different ideas from people all over the spectrum. And and I I think it's it's fun when you get a guy like Ryan Leaf who is not afraid to to come out and say, yeah, look, it's a 50-50 shot when you get drafted that high. And everybody knows that. No one likes to talk about it, but that's the reality of it. And the reality is also this. It's going to be a 50-50 shot with Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, too. Now, hopefully it's the good 50, not the bad 50, but that's where it is, this position to sign the draft. And, and I think the other thing that, that Ryan talked about that I think resonates is he kind of goes, he's like, you know, Andrew Luck was ready. He was prepared. He, Ryan says, I thought I had all the answers. I obviously didn't. Um, so I think it helps. If, if Trevor Lawrence fails, it will be because the Jaguars have failed him. In my opinion, I would it, agree it will not be because Trevor Lawrence failed. There is nothing about him that remotely concerns me. If if anything, my excitement for Trevor Lawrence prior to the Trevor cast was more the player that right. we've all seen for three years, the dominant collegiate player. But the more that you learn about Trevor Lawrence, the more you see that this is somebody who off the field is pristine. I mean, spectacular in terms of work ethic, leadership, grounded in na- in his in his nature. Um, it, and he can handle the spotlight, and he can be clutch when he needs to be, as his record shows. Um, it is just there is nothing about him that remotely concerns me, and that that I mean. That brings up the boy that just feels too good to be true, right. and life usually tells you that when something feels too good to be true, it right. is. But there is there has been no indication that Trevor Lawrence isn't ready to lead this franchise. The I think the biggest question is, 
will the franchise be able to give him the environment that he's going to need to have a chance to hoist the Lombardi Trophy? All right, let's get into it now with Ryan Lee, former Chargers quarterback and Washington State All-American. Let's welcome in Ryan Leaf, All-American quarterback at Washington State, number two overall pick with the San Diego Chargers, and currently a college football and NFL analyst on numerous platforms, including ESPN, SiriusXM. I don't know. I'm sure I've missed many, Ryan, including your own show on YouTube. Um, welcome into the show, man. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey, you bet. I'm really, uh, really glad I could be a part of it. Thanks for the opportunity. So, Ryan, you've seen Trevor Lawrence. Um, everybody's talked about this rare talent, this generational-type talent. Um when you watch him play, what stands out as just, wow, this, this is what's going to make this guy unique at the next level? Yeah, his size and strength is, is pretty impressive, but his leadership qualities, right? Uh, people will follow through him through, through, the, through a wall. They really will. And, he's, and the thing about it, too, is he's had this pressure on him since he could really hold a football. I mean, right. he's been considered the best at every level, was the highest recruited uh, um, um, player coming out of high school was the best player in college uh, and now is going to be picked as the number one overall pick in the NFL. So, you know, he's, he's prepared for this. He's prepared for what the pressure looks like, what kind of stress looks like. Um, and in what I think it's going to be more important to understand when it comes to the Jaguars is, is what are you guys going to do uh, under Urban Meyer in the first couple of years to put the right pieces around him because like we've said, it, every player that gets drafted is talented. It's it's more about where you go and how that is complemented than anything in terms of whether you are a success at the quarterback position in the league or whether you're not. Ryan, I uh, really appreciate your time. It's a pleasure to speak with you. I kind of on those lines, what would you recommend in terms of scheme uh, for Urban Meyer, Daryl Bevel, and uh, and and what will be the challenge? that they have in terms of getting him ready to to really have to be the week one starter here? I was a little surprised with the Darrell Bevel hire just just because of uh, um, some of the past uh, in, uh, in Seattle and things like that and his time in Green Bay. But uh, I, I can see where Urban Meyer is trying to go there. My biggest worry with Urban is he's a winner, right? He, he's, his worst record ever, I think, is 7-5. Uh, and five. Uh, in his final year at, at, at Florida, what happens when this team, you know, improves, you know, improves to four and 12 or six and 10, you know, how do, how does he respond to that? You know, when the pressure mounts and it's different than college football, you're dealing with different players. That's my bigger question here when it comes to this Jaguars team and what it's going to look like. Um, so I'm excited to see his, his opportunity at the pro level as, as a head coach. And then more importantly, I'm excited to see with what he gets to, to get his hands on in the form of, of, of Trevor Lawrence, because I think that's a big reason why he decided to take this job, because he knew he would have the chance to coach a you know, generational player like him. Okay, as a quarterback, Ryan, uh, coming in the league first first year, what, what would you rather have? Like you talked about putting pieces around him. What's more important, a left tackle that can protect you or a guy on the outside that can get open and, and win individual battles? Well, you can do some different things with uh, scheme blocking to help, you know, rush. If you've got skill position guys, that makes a huge difference. If you can, if you can trust guys out on the perimeter to go make plays for you, to do different types of things like that, that's huge. So 
Um, you know, I think the draft pick a year ago in LaVisca Chenault, I think that too, those, that combination of those two guys, I think could be super powerful there in Jacksonville. It could be for, for the foreseeable future with them together. Ryan, I really appreciate how brave and, and courageous you've been uh, in, in sharing your story with, with the world. Uh, as it relates to Trevor and, and coming in as the top pick, what is the challenge that he'll face in terms of winning over the locker room? Well, I don't think he's going to have much of a problem with that. I mean, he's been beloved by his locker room for as long, as far back as I can remember. And, you know, what I think he needs to do is he needs to walk into that locker room and, 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 and not and be confident, yes, but to look at everybody, find a guy that's been in the league for 10, 12 years, somebody who's done it consistently and been a great pro, walk up to them, ask them how they did it, and then kind of follow their advice verbatim. That's how I would go about and do it. And that's what I didn't do. I thought I had all the answers. And I don't think at any moment I've ever seen Trevor Lawrence um, shrink in the face of, of adversity, of, you know, or, or losses. You know, it, it had to have been rather disappointing to win the national championship as a freshman and then, you know, lose it. And, you know, in, in kind of embarrassing fashion against LSU and then not even get to the championship here in this final year last year. That's, that, that's dealing with some adversity, right? He was a winner, and not to win in those big games has opened him up, himself up to some criticism from, from some, some people right. thinking how he didn't show up and things like that, which I don't believe to be true at all. This is the consummate team game, and he's the consummate team player, and I think he's a perfect fit for Urban, the city of Jacksonville, and I hope, and I hope that 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 uh, my Washington State alum Gardner Minshew gets the chance to stay there because I think Gardner <laughs> could be a great compliment as a backup or even help Trevor along the way after his first two years in the league. Hey, we love the stash here, man. Love him, absolutely love him. <laughs> <laughs> so, so listen, we we don't see clearly like you were saying, you don't see any cracks in him right now. But also, and you know this as well as anyone, any quarterback. You can say all you want about you've got it down, you got an idea of what you're walking into, but man, once you walk into that game on and off the field, there are pitfalls everywhere, right? There are, but I, I don't I I'd, I'd argue that there's there's not more of a better player prepared since probably Andrew Luck to deal with what what's about to come at the NFL level at the quarterback position. There really isn't. He is as prepared as anybody to get it done right. Um, he's got a family life. Uh, he's engaged. I, you know, I've got an opportunity to spend a lot of time with Trevor. I, I, I spoke with their team a couple years and spent days down at fall camp and then covering them for, covering them from ESPN. And, and uh, you know, he is, he is about as mature of a young man. And to your point though, when things get difficult, how do you respond? How do you respond? That's the biggest question. I, I don't have a, the question mark for him isn't as big as the question mark is for Urban for when things begin to be problematic and when things begin to struggle and the adversity. Because guess what? He's never had to overcome it. When it's become difficult, he's kind of up and left. That's always been kind of his, his MO. So that's more of an interesting conversation I want to see play out on when things get difficult and this Jacksonville team is just gradually moving up but still not – you know, great, you know, four, like I said, four and 12, six and 10, those types of things. He's never been under 500 in his career as a head coach ever. 
Ryan, I'm really intrigued uh, by the fact that you were able to spend so much time with Trevor uh, personally. Is there an impression that sticks with you or a, a story you can share with us about uh, you know, getting to know Trevor on a personal level? Humility. Uh, he's the best quarterback in the country. And, and a lot of times, you know, I step on campus to talk to these teams to give them, you know, to tell them my story and stuff like that. And you can really tell that uh, a lot of guys kind of look at me and go, you know, who's this has been, you know, that's a great story, but that's not going to be me type of thing. Trevor just, he wasn't. Trevor stepped in and absolutely, um, you know, had a notebook open, asked me questions, um, was interested. And, and that's, that, you know, that's, that's meaningful. It was of course meaningful to me because what I was doing is, you know, is an emotional thing, pouring out my soul, my story and everything like that. But to have somebody who, you know, who, who you know, it doesn't, it doesn't cost him anything to, to, if he wanted to be dismissive of me or, or anything, but right. Dabo Sweeney has done a heck of a job there. You, you see what Deshaun Watson has been able to do at the next level. Um, I mean, this is this is a, a lineage of quarterback play uh, at Clemson that I think is going to be remembered for uh, for a long, long time. Um, and Trevor Lawrence is just you know the next the next one next one in line uh, to represent that university in Davos Sweeney. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I can't wait to see DJ Uingalele. He's going to be wow. wow. Anyway, <laughs> so so right, it, it's it's interesting to me uh, when you were talking about Trevor. Um, you know, when I spoke to Trevor for a profile I wrote on him, he seemed very genuine. And it's and, and there are a lot of a lot of college guys when we talk to them seem genuine, but he was you know he's one of those guys Ryan where he asks you what's going on with you in your life you know what I mean he's one of those type guys that is interested in you as well as you are in him did you get that from him as well? Definitely, and that's the empathy part of it, right? right. He's developed empathy earlier in life than a lot of other people do. It's all about me. It's all about me. It's all about me. And I always and it's something that I've really had to work on here later in life. Uh, when I when I try to turn my life around, when I get into conversations with people, I immediately go to, how are you? What do you got going on? How have you been? You know, those types of things, just because I want to know that stuff. I, I, I want the, the person that I'm interacting with to know that I care. And when you are a superstar athlete and you've been placed on a pedestal for most of your life, to hear that, especially one who's going to be the first pick in the NFL draft, most likely – that is so refreshing. It is so refreshing, and it's, it costs you nothing. It costs you nothing to be empathetic and to be self-deprecating and, and things like that. Uh, one of the best examples of, of it was when he lost to Ohio State in the semifinal, and somebody's Zoom mic was on hot, and they talked about his mustache <laughs> and how it was. Right. And, and his, his, his response, right? It, was, it wasn't anger. It was it was it was just kind of self-deprecating and and fun and he knows the bigger picture uh and he knows he's going to get a chance to play a silly game for a living and make a lot of money doing it uh to set up him and his family and he understands that he has great perspective around what's happening next ryan that's fantastic stuff uh getting back to to football a little bit does it help him at all it seems like the NFL game mirrors the college game much more so than, than really at any point that we've ever seen. Does that help, not just Trevor, but, but any young quarterback, does that help get them acclimated to being able to be productive earlier in their career? Definitely. I just, you know, the transition and, and coaches being more pliable to their stars. 
in that, I mean, if you look back to what, what Jeff Fisher tried to do with Jared Goff, like Jared, Jeff Fisher was the kind of the old school, you will bend to my will and what I run instead of looking at what your best asset is. And when Sean McVay stepped into that role, he immediately knew what was going to, you know, utilize the best, um, the best attributes to Jared Goff. And they got to a Super Bowl. And I think coaches see that more and more and more. And I really do think that Urban Meyer and the way they go about the offense are going to do exactly that. They're going to contribute and be pliable to what Trevor does best and what LaVisca uh, does best out on the perimeter. Because I think those are your two best options on offense. And they're so, so young. They could be with this franchise for a long, long time. And this, and you, they could finally have a, a Hall of Fame type of player uh, if Tony Baselli keeps getting snubbed every year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ryan, thanks so much for being so generous with your time and sharing your story, man. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Ryan. You bet. You guys have, you guys have a wonderful day. Thanks so much. Thank you, man. You're listening to the 1010XL TrevorCast, brought to you by our friends at Claude Nolan Cadillac, beginning lasting relationships since 1905. All right, that was really interesting stuff. From Ryan Leaf, I'll tell you what. Uh, again, we want to thank our friends at Claude Nolan Cadillac for bringing the podcast to you, these interviews to you. Uh, what was your big takeaway from that? I just think it's such a remarkable story to hear Ryan Leaf talk about visiting Clemson and when he goes on these trips and speaks to teams, you know, he knows half the room is going to fall asleep, half the room's going <laughs> to tune him out because these are alpha males. And they're kids. And, and they're kids. Yeah. And they don't think anything bad's ever going to happen to them. They have the world by the tail. And to to hear Ryan talk about here's Trevor Lawrence who is the biggest star of college football and he's sitting front and center notebook open um asking me questions he's like you know for a, for, notes. for somebody <laughs> to to have that kind of empathy as i'm pouring my soul out right. about my struggle uh, it meant the world to Ryan Leaf and i think it does tell you a, a lot about Trevor Lawrence and um so again to me it, that that speaks volumes about Trevor Lawrence, that if there is an opportunity to grow and learn, even if he can't probably relate to a lot of what Ryan Leaf went through, right. because obviously right. there's been no indication that Trevor is is sort of ever having to deal with the adversity that Ryan did. But the fact that he was wanting to learn from that experience and, and wanting to show an appreciation for, look, you took the time to come speak to us. I'm going to be present here. While you're speaking, and I, uh, I just think uh, again, it's it's just uh, he's a he, he really seems like a remarkable person. Yeah, I mean, present and engaged, which is yeah. really yeah. I, I mean, it's Hayes. Every time we do one of these, I I, I continue to think somebody's going to say something where we're going to go see see right there. Right there's the fracture. There's the little fissure right there. That could be an issue, and it just it just never is. You just never see it. You never see it, and I. Uh, you know, this will be the ultimate test because this is a now 17 game grind. It's, a, we believe, an 18 week grind in terms of the regular season. You've got six weeks of training camp, um, and there is going to be a spotlight on him that is going to be more, more everlasting than the collegiate one was. The NFL season's just longer, right. and there's more people paying attention, right. and right. there's more access. So it's it's harder. Uh, the the spotlight is 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 going to be on him more than it was at Clemson. But there is absolutely nothing to indicate that he isn't going to be able to handle it. 
and that again, I, I think you're going to see somebody that can have rare leadership qualities for a rookie in this league because it just seems like he is wired that not only is he going to win teammates over by how he practices, but he's going to win teammates over by how he goes about his business and how he conducts himself and his personality. Which is just unbelievably rare. All right, we've got two more pods to go on our 10-week journey through all things Trevor, brought to you by Claude Nolan Cadillac, beginning lasting relationships since 1905. If you like what you hear, write a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Let us know what you think. Appreciate it, man. Great job. Dabo Swinney next week. Can't wait. Cannot wait.